One experience that I'll always remember is delivering gift baskets to a customer that was about 45 minutes away from my office. The minute I got to his home to make that delivery, he looked at his watch and said to me, I can set my watch by you. And that let me know how important it is for him in his life to receive items on time, to know that what he has ordered and what he expects is what I am providing. And that's something that certainly your customers want as well. Let's talk about what our customers want, how we can provide them with the kinds of products and services that they want as best as we can. Sometimes there are little burps and bumps that we can't fix and we want to apologize for, but a lot of times we can provide them with great products, great designs, and great service that is going to make them also say, I can set my watch by you. Stay tuned. Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, The Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. I was really glad to read a recent article, at least recent to this date, published by Consumer Reports, where the Consumer Reports staff ordered and rated gift baskets from five different companies. And they rated them on different aspects of the products, the design, maybe not really the design, but the products, the enclosure materials, the wrapping, the container, and other aspects of the particular gift baskets. And while their rating might not be exactly what your customers are looking for, I thought that the publication did a fair job, pretty good job, at understanding and recognizing what customers are looking for in gift baskets. Let's go over some of the likes, the wants, and the dislikes that the Consumer Reports report found in looking at these gift baskets. And it was several gift baskets, maybe, I don't know how many, but it was gift baskets from five different companies. What the recipients liked was the fact that the items inside of the gift baskets were of a premium standard. Some of the items were handmade, and I'm not talking about gifts, I'm talking about the confection collection, handmade in that aspect. And some of the items were called artisan kinds of products. Instead of receiving items like a Hershey bar and Lay's potato chips, these particular gift baskets had items that had more oomph to them for a lack of saying and for a lack of sharing what was exactly in these particular gift baskets. Now, if your customers like Hershey bars and Lay's potato chips, of course, that's what you're putting into the gift baskets. But there are other items that are chocolate-based and chip-based that could actually elevate your business, could put a premium on your gift baskets as well. And I'm not saying, of course, not saying that the items that I mentioned specifically aren't good items, especially if those are, that's what your customers like. But the premium handmade kind of items really stood out in this particular report. And it could certainly stand out 
in the kinds of gift baskets that you make. Also important to the receivers were the dietary concerns that were a part of making the gift basket. The receivers, or really the customers, were asked about dietary concerns about the person who was receiving the gift. And that becomes very important so that the person who receives the gift can enjoy absolutely everything in the gift. Doesn't want to share anything with their friends or family. We certainly want that. Also was that was high in importance was the customization options of creating the gift basket. So you can have on your website or wherever you sell your gift baskets, you can have a collection that is standard, but then there are options where your customer can customize, I want this instead of that, especially on a website, but certainly if you have a retail store as well. So that was important, that being the customization option. Also important, especially to women, was the fact that products in the gift basket, maybe not everything, but some items were labeled made from women-owned businesses or came from women-owned businesses. And that became very important as well to have a connection to who is making the items. It's not just a basic manufacturing company like Nabisco or a company like that, but it was from a small artisan, uh, artisan, I always want to say artisan, artisan type of company. And the ease of ordering online was very important as well to those who were ordering. And that's certainly important in general, not having a lot of problematic ways of choosing what a person wants, but just making the order process easy. And that you can help to create through your own testing and through the testing of others who you ask for feedback regarding how was ordering on your website or how was ordering through the phone even. You want the ease of ordering to be a part of your customer service. There were a few items in the want to have category. One was having a more environmentally friendly container as part of the gift. We love to use different types of woods and items as the container versus a basket today, and both are great. However, some containers became grand looking or not as friendly as it could be in whatever way that means. And I read the article and I really couldn't tell what was meant by that. But at the same time, I thought that whatever container you add to your gift to hold everything would be wonderful. It would be wonderful if you could also add just a note of some kind on a piece of paper sharing how the customer could use the item afterwards. Now, we're not going to all know what a customer wants to do with a particular container, but that might be something that is helpful to the customer so that they know or just really have an idea of what they can use with the container or what they could do afterwards with a container. Another item is to have the gift card that's added, the to and from card, not be part of the shipping label. A lot of you probably have a separate card or a separate label to say who it's from and what the greeting is, but some companies have the gift information, the greeting information as part of a shipping label, and that becomes a bit of a disconnect with the personality of the gift itself. 
And the third would like to have kind of in the want category is for the gift itself, the way the gift appears online to be a close match to what is delivered. There again is a bit of a disconnect when you see this grand and glorious gift and all of a sudden everything is smushed down in the container that you choose. So having a similar way of delivering the gift as a person sees online in whatever photo is something that customers would appreciate. Let's move on to some of the dislikes. One is having an overpriced selection. And that goes back to having more of the standard chocolates and chips and items like that in a gift that may be $100. So again, having the premium items or having something that's not so generic in the gift basket and having your price be as correct as it can be, whatever correct means to you, is something that customers would appreciate. Now we know that some customers are going to think that a product is overpriced anyway, but you try to balance your selection with what the cost will be overall. Customers would like to know the shipping cost before they begin their checkout, if that's at all possible. And I know that that is not always possible with the type of shopping cart that you're using, a WooCommerce, a Shopify, or somewhere like that. But if a customer service can help you to help your customer understand what shipping is going to be before they complete their order, that might be helpful. Also, you could have shipping terms in general on your site somewhere where the customer can identify that a $50 gift basket is going to cost X in shipping. A $100 gift basket is going to cost X in shipping. So you could possibly set things up that way as well. Be careful of the items that you put in your gift baskets that may be damaged. Of course, that's going to be a dislike. But at the same time, we do see that some of the products that we add to our gifts can have very thin packaging. Sometimes you have to overlay it with another sleeve that's made of cellophane or some other type of material. So try to keep the damaged goods as packaged properly and as secure as possible. And then the last item in the dislike category is letting the customer know if some of the items inside of the basket or container need refrigeration. There are going to be some shelf-stable items that you put in your gifts and some that are not shelf-stable. And customers would like to know if something needs refrigeration or if they can just leave it out inside of the basket on a table or or on whatever tabletop they have it on. So that just gives you a good idea of what customers want, what they like, what they would like, and what they dislike as part of the receiving a gift basket, a gift package, gift container, however you describe what you create. Again, I found the Consumer Reports report, (laughs) might as well call it that, very interesting and 
quite good for allowing you to get in the minds of your customers that might not be sharing some information with you that would be advantageous for you to not only satisfy them, but satisfy others who become your customers. And I will put a link to that report in the show notes. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for What Customers Want. Next week, we'll discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.